Chapter 8 of My Reminiscences by Rabindranath Tagore. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 8 My First Outing. Once, when the dengue fever was raging in Calcutta, some portion of our extensive family had to take shelter in Chattu Babu's riverside villa. We were among them. This was my first outing. The bank of the Ganges welcomed me into its lap like a friend of former birth. There, in front of the servants' quarters, was a grove of goa trees. And, sitting in the veranda under the shade of these, gazing at the flowing current through the gaps between their trunks, my days would pass. Every morning, as I woke, I somehow felt the day coming to me like a new gilt-edged letter with some unheard-of news awaiting me on the opening of the envelope, and, lest I should lose any fragment of it, I would hurry through my toilet to my chair outside. Every day there was the ebb and flow of the tide on the Ganges, the various gait of so many different boats, the shifting of the shadows of the trees from west to east, and, over the fringe of the shade patches of the woods on the opposite bank, the gush of golden life blood through the pierced breast of the evening sky some days would be cloudy from early morning the opposite woods black black shadows moving over the river then with a rush would come the vociferous rain blotting out the horizon the dim line of the other bank taking its leave in tears the river swelling with suppressed heavings and the moist wind making free with the foliage of the trees overhead I felt that out of the bubbles of wall, beam and rafter, I had a new birth into the outside, in making fresh acquaintance with things. The dingy covering of petty habits seemed to drop off the world. I am sure that the sugarcane molasses, which I add with cold luchis for my breakfast, would not have tasted different from the ambrosia which Indra, footnote, the Jupiter Pluvius of Hindu mythology, End of footnote. Quaffs in his heavens, for the immortality is not in the nectar but in the taster, and thus is missed by those who seek it. Behind the house was a walled in enclosure with a tank and flight of steps leading into the water from a bathing platform. On one side of the platform was an immense jambolan tree, and all around were various fruit trees, growing in thick clusters, in the shade of which the tank nestled in its privacy. The veiled beauty of this retired little inner garden had a wonderful charm for me, so different from the broad expanse of the river bank in front. It was like the bride of the house, in the seclusion of her midday siesta, resting on a many-coloured quilt of her own embroidering, murmuring low the secrets of her heart. Many a midday hours did I spend alone under the jambolan tree dreaming of the fearsome kingdom of yakshas footnote the king of the yakshas is the pluto of hindu mythology End of footnote. within the depths of the tank i had a great curiosity to see a bengali village its clusters of cottages its thatched pavilions its lanes and bathing places its games and gatherings its fields and markets its life as a whole as i saw it in imagination greatly attracted me just such a village was right on the other side of our garden wall 
but it was forbidden to us we had come out but not into freedom we had been in a cage and now we are on a perch but the chain was still there one morning two of our elders went out for a stroll into the village i could not restrain my eagerness any longer and slipping out unperceived followed them for some distance as i went along the deeply shaded lane with its close thorny siora hedges by the side of the tank covered with green water weeds i rapturously took in picture after picture i still remember the man with bare body engaged in belated toilet on the edge of the tank cleaning his teeth with the chewed end of a twig suddenly my elders came aware of my presence behind them get away get away go back at once they scolded they were scandalized my feet were bare i had no scarf or upper robe over my tunic i was not dressed fit to come out as if it was my fault i never owned any socks or superfluous apparel so not only went back disappointed for that morning but had no chance of repairing my shortcomings and being allowed to come out any other day however though the beyond was thus shut down from behind in front the ganges freed me from all bondage and my mind whenever it listed could embark on the boats gaily sailing along and he away to the lands not named in any geography this was forty years ago since then i had never set foot again in the champak shaded villa garden the same old house and the same old trees must still be there but i know it cannot any longer be the same for where i am now to get that fresh feeling of wonder which made it what it was we returned to our jorasanko house in town and my days were so many mouthfuls offered up to be gulped down into the yawning interior of the normal school end of chapter 8 read by lambda